0: Welcome to another episode of Norman's Medical Review Podcast. Today, I'll be covering 12 questions in asthma and COPD. This episode is batch number two. Let's begin. Question number one. The use of steroid is extremely important in treating asthma patients. Which of the following statements is true concerning asthma? This drug, A, oral steroid is as effective as intravenous and intramuscular. B, 40 milligram daily for 5 days may be given on discharge. C, it reduces the rate of relapse. D, all the above. And the answer is all the above. Question 2. Which of the following is... Or are true concerning inhaled steroid a it causes vasoconstriction and decreases bronchial inflammation b it should be prescribed at discharge in all patients with persistent asthma c it should be started in the emergency department in most asthmatics and d all the above and the answer is all the above. Question 3. Which of the fallen should not be routinely given to asthmatic patients who are being treated for exacerbation without other clinical finding? Which of the fallen should not be routinely given to asthmatic patients who are being treated for exacerbation without other clinical finding? A albuterol, B steroid, oral steroid, C inhaled steroid, D antibiotics. And the answer is antibiotics. Question number four, which of the following drug, which of the following drugs is used to paralyze the patient in rapid sequence intubation? which of the following drugs is used to paralyze the patient in rapid sequence intubation a etomidate b succinylcholine c ketamine and d propofol and the answer is b succinylcholine question five a 70 year old male with a history of copd presents to the er with a persistent productive cough of white sputum which of the following lab value is expected in this patient a oxygen retention b co2 retention c low oxygen saturation and d low co2 saturation and the answer is the answer Their dual answer for this, it could be CO2 retention and or low low O2 um, saturation. Question six. All the following is recommended in the acute treatment of COPD except. All the following is recommended in the acute treatment of COPD except. A. Long-acting beta agonist. B. Short acting beta agonists. C. Short acting anticholinergic. And D. Systemic steroid. And it says all the following is recommended in the acute treatment of COPD except long acting beta agonists. Question seven. COPD is composed of all the following except. A, asthma, B, chronic bronchitis, C, bronchiectasis, and D, emphysema. And the exception is bronchiectasis. Um, Question eight, long-acting COPD may result in all the following except A, pulmonary hypertension, B, distended neck veins, C, increased cardiac output, and D, peripheral edema. And the answer is C, except increased cardiac output. Long-standing COPD would definitely result in pulmonary hypertension, distended neck vein, and peripheral edema. Question nine, which of the following is the test of choice to diagnose COPD? which of the fallen is the test of choice to diagnose copd a bronchoscopy b spirometry c chest ct with intravenous contrast and d chest radiograph and the answer is b spirometry question number 10 question number 10 which of the fallen blood gas Suggest acute co2 retention in the copd patient which of the following blood gas suggests acute co2 retention in the copd patient a low ph and low co2 b low ph and high co2 c high ph and low co2 and d high ph and high co2 Well, the answer is B, low pH and high CO2. Question 11. Which of the following is the most ideal range to keep oxygen saturation in a COPD patient? Which of the following is the most ideal range to keep the oxygen saturation in a COPD patient? A, 88 to 92%. B, 96 to 98%. C, 80 to 90%. And D, 70 to 85%. And the answer is A, 88 to 92%. Now, question 12. COPD patients are best treated with A, short-acting beta agonist, short-acting anticholinergic um, and systemic steroid, B, short-acting beta agonist and oral steroids, C, oral steroids and long-acting anticholinergics and D, none of the above. And the answer is A, short-acting beta agonist, short-acting anticholinergic and systemic steroid. Well, here is some additional information about COPD, particularly. The cardinal symptoms in COPD are dyspnea, increased putum volume, and increased putum purulence. Well, let's look on the, in in COPD, you're gonna have um, retained CO2, and decrease pH. And what this will do, it will lead to somnolence. Um, Also, one of the treatments is getting the BiPAP on sooner than later. So the benefits of BiPAP or CPAP are, one, it decreases complications. Two, it decreases treatment failure. Three, it decreases mortality. Um, Four, it decreases intubation. Five, it decreases hospital length of stay. And six, it decreases the cost. CPAP or BIPAP are only beneficial if the patient is alert and able to cooperate. Okay. in terms of co2 let us say someone is anxious and seem to be um in a state of panic attack to the point where they're blowing they're hyperventilating and blowing off co2 well the decrease in co2 is going to lead to vasoconstriction so you should remember that relationship A decrease in CO2 leads to vasoconstriction, right? Vasoconstriction and vasoconstriction can create a sense of ischemia in the heart or in any other organ. Okay, well, that's the addendum. Again, thanks for listening. Hard work pays off. And don't forget, your mind is a fertile field. Be careful what you plant in it. Good night. Thanks for listening to Norman's Medical Review. Follow us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, hit the plus button on the top. Stay tuned for the next episode. Remember to listen and study well. Take care.